So welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I am the co-founder of Ignite DA. So glad that you've joined us no matter how you found us through the various podcast channels where we are proud to be out there educating you and bringing you some of the best experts in dentistry to help really cut through the noise and bring you what you need to know. And that's what we're doing this morning with our dear friend, Mary Gavoni. Good morning, Mary. How are you? Good morning, Kevin. I am fabulous and always happy to be here with you. And and I just love how you work so hard at getting the word out, the, the right word out to people. Well, and, and thank you for that, because that's what that's the key point is I want to bring on uh, for those of you who don't know Mary, she is one of the leading infection control uh, in dentistry experts out there, has been for you know quite some time. And she's a dear friend of not only mine personally, but also the podcast as well. So Mary, let's let's get right to it because there's a lot of talk out there right now about, you know, we're getting vaccinated in this country. We're laxing a little bit on masks. We're trying to figure out kind of how to navigate through this chapter of the COVID-19 saga. And I'm curious what you're hearing from the CDC and maybe what dental professionals really need to know both uh, in their practice and outside the practice as well. Yeah, you're you're right there where there's just so much information out there right now. And and the thing I think that's most important for dental teams to remember is that the CDC has a specific set of guidelines for dentistry during the pandemic. And the pandemic is not over. Despite, you know, states getting rid of mask mandates and allowing larger gatherings. And just recently the CDC said that vaccinated individuals are free to travel more freely, but it doesn't mean that they don't have risk. And we have to separate out the, the, guidance from the CDC that's meant for the public versus what's meant for healthcare. We're held to a higher standard in healthcare, and we have a greater risk of exposure, not only to us as members of the dental team, but potentially to patients because we are creating this aerosol when we're using our hand pieces and so forth. So a few weeks ago, the CDC changed the social distancing guidance for schools from six feet to three feet, but that's for schools. It's not meant to be applied in every single setting in a dental practice. So for example, if team members are in the break room and they have no mask on because of course they're eating, they still need to be six feet apart according to the CDC guidance. Until the CDC changes our guidance for dentistry, we need to be following the most recent version of this guidance, which is from December of 2020. So we haven't had an update in a while. Now that doesn't mean that today or tomorrow, we might not get an update, but we haven't yet. And people, I think that because they're vaccinated, they're no longer at risk. And we know that that may not be true. We don't know for sure. I just read in one of the news feeds this morning, there's another 
variant that's been identified in California, and it is a second generation variant. So there's still so many unknowns about how much protection we actually get from the vaccine. And can we get an asymptomatic case of COVID and be um, infectious to others? We still don't know yet. So that's yeah, and you know, and, and I think to some parts of the country where, as you said, mask mandates are being lifted and, and people are very, um, you know, and, and I get the, the weariness with this pandemic. I, Absolutely. I, I get that completely. So as a dental professional, how do you balance between what you're seeing all around you and yet knowing what the CDC guidance says? It, it seems like a lot of dental professionals would have kind of a uh, uh, an inner struggle with that. Oh, you're so right. And, and I hear it, um, in the questions I get from teams all the time. Um, I think again, the most important thing for team members to remember is you are working in a healthcare setting. You are held to a higher standard. Not everybody is vaccinated. In fact, there's the scary thing about these vaccines is there's a lot of vaccine resistance. Um, I live in Kansas and I'm sad to say that, um, the vaccination rate here is not great. There's a lot of indifference about it. People don't want to get it. There are all kinds of availability now for people to get vaccinated and they're not taking advantage of it. So we, however you choose to conduct yourself in public, remember you're a healthcare worker. Even if your state doesn't have a mask mandate, you should still wear a mask in my humble opinion. Um, but you do have to follow that CDC guidance in your practice. And if you get questions from patients, um, you need to tell them that, you know, we're taking extra precautions following CDC guidance because we want to make sure you're safe. But I've heard from a lot of practices that have stopped screening their patients, stopped taking temperatures, stopped requiring them to wear a mask when they come in, stopped asking the questions. The CDC has not told us that we can eliminate that from our routine. So we still need to be doing it. We need to follow that CDC guidance. And you can't go wrong being a little more cautious. And, and you read my mind because that was going to be my next question is we've got patients coming in now that are feeling a little more, shall we say, loose uh, with things. And I'm guessing that that's going to set up for maybe a little bit of uh, a conflict situation, possibly, uh, in practices that are trying to do that higher standard. Yeah, absolutely. And we just need to um, go back to remember the beginning of the pandemic when we first opened the practices up and we started screening, which we had never been doing before. And we asked those patients to wear masks. And when they came in the office and there was a little bit of a resistance there, but we just simply as team members need to say the CDC has not changed our guidelines for how we work in our healthcare setting. And until they do, we will continue to follow. That means we screen you, we take your temperature, we ask you to wear a mask. And, you know, it's interesting. Um, my state eliminated the, the mask mandate, but Thankfully, most of the retailers around like the grocery stores and, and Target, 
for example, are making all kinds of announcements saying that you must wear a mask. If you, I love the announcement the other day at Target. If you choose not to wear a mask, then we invite you to participate in our online um, shopping experience. In other words, you can't come in here. So if the retailers are considering that risk, shouldn't we also, again, be taking more precautions until we're told we don't need to take them anymore? And we're also seeing this surge. I think the last count was like 27 states are having increases in cases. So we have to be careful. It's not over. And, and I love what you said a minute ago, until we're told otherwise, you know, until, until there's new direction. And, you know, I'm just, I'm going to ask you point blank. We don't really see that. Do you see that coming anytime soon? Is that a possibility? Or as long as these variants are still out there, are we still going to stay at this high level in your opinion? I believe that we are, Kevin. It's because we're starting to see the cases surge again. And what we don't know, we probably won't know for several weeks um, whether or not all the travel that's been done for spring break and the Easter holiday and so forth is going to cause an even greater surge. That's a big unknown. So we still need to take these precautions no matter what. And I get that people are tired of this. People are are just wanting to go back to normal, but but I don't think we're going back to where we were pre-pandemic. I think there is going to always be um, some after effect from the pandemic. And one of the things will probably be that if we have patients that have any kind of respiratory symptoms, we simply don't see them when they have respiratory symptoms because we don't know what they have. Um, and I, I know that the answer that everybody wants is, yep, no more N95s, no more screening, no. none of that. But but again, until we hear those words from the lips of Anthony Fauci that the pandemic is over and um, we hear it from the CDC and the president of the United States, the pandemic's over, the national emergency's over, it's business as usual in dentistry. And it, it's such a great point because, you know, we're, we're tired of it. We are as a public, we are as an industry, you know, I, I get it completely, but yet, you know, it, it seems like there's still so much work left to do mm -hmm. and wearing a mask and, and staying on top of things seems as important now as it did Christmas time or, you know, July the 4th last year. And at least to me. Absolutely. And the, there are still some folks out there that say, oh, this is just like a flu. It's not a big deal. But what we found is that there are so many lasting effects from people who do get COVID, even if they weren't sick enough to have to have been hospitalized, they still have, many of them have, and now they're calling it the long long syndrome or long haul syndrome that they have heart issues and, and all kinds of, you know, even um, neurological symptoms as a result of it. So this isn't your typical flu. Um, and as we've been saying all along, we just need to be extra cautious and, and be respectful of all of the public health rules that are out there, which we haven't really had to, to deal with much um, in, in, especially in our dental practices, but 
you know, it's too risky, too risky to let our guard down. It is. And, you know, I, as you said, things, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, things from the CDC have not been updated since December. So it's still, you know, we're still at that high level that we were. And Mary, is it as simple as going to the CDC website if you've forgotten what that means or you need a refresher? Is it as simple as going there and, and finding the, the information that don't practices need? Absolutely. Or you can just do a, a browser search for CDC guidance for dentistry and it'll pull that link right up awesome. and you can you can see that now we we did have a number of changes i think our first guidance came out from cdc in april of last year and we had some changes in june and august and <clears throat> then december um where i think some of the original guidance discouraged the use of ultrasonic scalers and that you know pushed a lot of people, hygienists to do a lot of hand scaling, but they've removed that part of the guidance. And of course, then said, you know, if you're wearing appropriate PPE, it's, it's allowable to use those devices. But since we haven't had that update and they still talk about wearing, and, and so does OSHA and 95s for aerosol generating procedures and screening patients and taking temperatures. And I didn't mention before screening employees. A lot of um, dental practices where the team members have been vaccinated have stopped doing employee screenings as well. And so right. now we this is compounding with the fact that OSHA has started this national emphasis program, which means they're going to enforce COVID safety measures in practices, meaning they will do an unannounced inspection and look at COVID compliance, then they expect, and they've said in all their documentation that they expect us to be following CDC guidance. So not only is it a a safety sort of ethical issue, not following CDC guidance. It's also an OSHA compliance issue. Such, such great information. And we know our friends at OSAP.org have stayed on top of this. And are Absolutely. Top. So if, if you and your practice aren't using OSAP.org uh, as a resource, um, I, we highly encourage you, please do. Yes. Um, yeah, and, and Mary, obviously, I know you're you're so in in tight with OSAP. Uh, you know, I, I respect that group so great. What's what's the biggest message as we kind of wrap up here? What's the biggest message right now that that you see OSAP pushing out there about where dentistry is right now and maybe where it's heading through the summer? Well, I think OSAP's message is what we've been talking about. Don't let your guard down. And I think that the biggest message that OSAP put out there was taking their annual meeting virtual again this year and walking their talk and saying that it's not a good idea. We don't believe to bring um, folks together for a large meeting um, even if there's vaccinations, even if we're wearing PPE, that we're going to err on the side of caution and we're still going to have a virtual meeting instead of an in-person meeting. So, no, great, great advice. And Mary, obviously, I want to make sure that people know how to get a hold of you uh, because, as I said, you are one of those leading voices out there and you're staying up with all of this so that the rest of us can be informed. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, they can reach me on my website, marygavoni.com, or email me. I get 
questions from folks who listen to the podcast, and I always welcome those, mary at marygavoni.com. Absolutely happy to answer the questions. Well, and we're so, so glad you took time out of your busy schedule to, to, to talk about this because it's such an important reminder that the CDC guidelines have to be uh, still front of mind for so many dental professionals out there. They have to be. They absolutely have to be. We owe that to our patients. We owe them the safest environment that we can give them for delivery of their oral health care. Simply put, I love it. Mary, thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate it. No, oh, thanks for having me, Kevin. Appreciate it too. Absolutely. And thanks to all of you for listening. We try to bring you the information that you need uh, to not only have a better day, but also to protect yourself, protect your patients. This is vital information. Certainly feel free to share this podcast. Uh, if you have questions, reach out to Mary, reach out to OSAP, reach out to the trusted professionals who are out there. Don't just throw it out on Facebook and then wait to see what the most popular answer is. Make sure that you're getting the correct information because, as Mary said, your patients are worthy of that. You're certainly worthy of that, as are your teammates there in the dental practice. But for now, Kevin Henry, co-founder of Ignite DA and a host of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast, signing off, wishing you great health in the days ahead. Together, we rise. <laughs>